Thanks for tuning in to What is the Point? This podcast is tailored for those navigating their 20s and 30s who want to end up somewhere on purpose. We promise to keep the conversation real and honest as we ask ourselves this question. What's the point in all the different facets of our life? It's our desire that you would gain practical handles to these deeper questions we ask ourselves every single day. So with that being said, let's hop into this week's episode of What is the Point? Well, hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of What is the Point? I am excited to be with you today as we just continue this series called Contagious Conversations. And if it's your first time listening, what we're doing is we're just diving into the challenges that young adults we all know and love are facing during this COVID-19 crisis. And I know there's something in the air today because we have uh, Ryan Westmoreland, a good friend, uh, joining us. How are you going? How's it going, Ryan? It's good, man. How are you? Uh, it's great. I'm I'm just thrilled to uh, to be talking with you. I feel like uh, I haven't seen you in uh, a couple months, and that's because I haven't seen you in a couple months. <laughs> I know, man. It is a crazy world we are living in right now. Yeah how have, how have you been holding up over there at uh, your household? I know you just you just bought a bought a new house not too long ago, and now you have to live in it twenty four seven. Yeah. Uh... I've definitely gotten a lot of stuff I've been putting off for several months done in this in these past few weeks. It's been uh, honestly, it's been pretty nice. Um, I've had the time to get some stuff in the yard done and get some stuff around the house done. So yeah, I'm sure a lot of people can relate. <laughs> yeah, well, I know you've got the the best place for hanging out and um, just. Uh, it's just a great place for having football parties and, uh, watching games and just getting people together. Cause I've been over there several times. So, uh, I love that, that you're kind of taking full advantage of, of that. And I kind of want to just start with maybe a little bit of an icebreaker just so people can get to know some unique, fun things about you. And so I want to hear, have you ever met anyone famous? <laughs> um, Oh man, let me think. Um, I I don't think I've ever met anybody that's like super famous, you know, like a Brad Pitt or anything like that. But uh, let's see here. I met an NFL offensive lineman when I was in high school. (laughs) Uh, He was, you know, the offensive lineman guys are usually uh, not super well known. So I, his name was Dennis Rowland. He was like literally 6'10". Oh, wow. I don't know how much you weighed, but this huge dude, yeah. Uh, he played for the Bengals. I know you played a little bit of football. Did you play with him? Oh, no, no, no. He was. Uh, he graduated from the same school I went to, uh, uh, high school, Bolivar High School, and uh, he ended up playing at Georgia and then played for the Bengals. So, no, he and I never stepped foot on the same field together. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just want to say to everyone that we are speaking to a college athlete right now. So if you've never met any some uh, met anyone famous and you're listening in, you are you are listening right now to someone famous, and his name's Ryan Westmoreland. Oh my gosh! Yeah, totally. That's awesome. Hey, we played on ESPN three a couple times. <laughs> wow, I mean that's huge. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, and yeah. and now uh, now you're one phone call away from uh, uh, you know talking to someone on a professional football team. That's pretty cool. 
Yeah, you know, the NFL is just dying for some uh, 6'3", now 200-pound <laughs> offensive linemen. They're just dying for them. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. Well, I do know there there are a lot of um, exciting things going on in your life, and um, that's why I'm just a, really excited to talk to you today. Uh, really, what we want to focus on is this idea of, of releasing control, and I know I got to talk with you over the last week, and um, that's something that's kind of been a challenge for you and something you've been learning over this time being at home. And I know that you just recently had something big happen in your life. So I'd love for you to kind of paint the picture of just a little bit of who you are uh, for those that don't know and like what's going on in your world as of recent. Yeah. Um, so, uh, like I said, my name is Ryan. Um, I teach, that's my job. I teach, uh, history at Republic High School here uh, just outside Springfield, Missouri. Um, I've been fortunate enough to be around the point and uh, helping with leadership there for a little over, I think almost a year. I think I'll be at a year this month at some point. And then, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so that's been fun. Um, But yeah, as far as my big recent development, um, I did just get married on Saturday, so that is exciting. Um, we were not planning on ha- getting married until uh, July, but you know, um, after you know a lot of prayer and a lot of thought, we just kind of decided that uh, with the with the world being kind of crazy right now and and uh, a lot of other you know circumstances that we just were going to go ahead and and uh, and do it now. So yeah, I got married on Saturday. And, and the lucky lady's name is? It is now Livia Westmoreland. And she's uh, out and about in the house somewhere doing something, I'm sure. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, that uh, that has a nice ring to it, I'll say. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Livia Westmoreland. Livia and Ryan. That's awesome. Well, that's that's crazy. I mean, that... Uh, that's very unique getting getting married with everything going on right now and and you even mentioned earlier that you you had it at your house the the ceremony yeah man we uh we had uh our parents and uh Livia's brother <laughs> got ordained online and and he came by too and we just uh we we did it right there in the living room it was it was something wow well that's one way to to have a a wedding and um, an intimate one for sure. So that's, that's just encouraging to hear that you, uh, moved forward with that, with everything going, uh, going on, because there's probably a million reasons to not move forward, uh, with getting married. And, and that kind of leads me into my first question that I have is, I mean, how has this relationship with Livia, um, been impacted by everything going on right now? You know, before all this started happening, um, Livia and I lived, uh, like almost two hours apart. So, um, honestly, this has been kind of not really a strain on our relationship, but it it was honestly kind of a, like a, like a, it helped us because, uh, we always kind of joked, um, we were weekend lovers. Cause like (laughs) every weekend, if we wanted to see each other, we'd have to wait till the weekend and either I would go see her or she would come see, see me down here. And so, um, you know, before we even got married, it, it gave us a lot of extra time for, for us to see each other. And while she was still uh, at her job up in Clinton, Missouri, um, I could drive up there and, and uh, we, we saw each other a lot more. So that was actually kind of nice. And, uh, you know, especially when we were when we started to navigate the, the decision making of, you know, uh, 
whether or not we wanted to uh, get married early or, or wait until um, until later on down this summer. And uh, I got to say, the other thing that this, you know, this this downtime has, uh, was able to give us was um, we actually almost kind of got married even sooner uh, a few weeks ago. And, um, you know, I just I felt really uh, just kind of convicted that um, like God just kind of put it on my heart that, you know, we really hadn't put the thought and certainly not the prayer into it that we needed to. And, uh, and so, you know, I think a lot of us can say, yeah, we're, you know, I want to, I want, I'm going to pray about that before I do it. Or I'm going to, you know, I'm going to pray about this decision before I make it. And uh, I got to say, and I, and I, I'm most guilty of that. You know, I can say, I'm going to pray, <laughs> pray about something and, and, or for someone and have every intention of doing it, but then, you know, it just kind of falls between the cracks and, and I don't do it. And, uh, I can honestly say, I think, uh, I prayed about this, <laughs> this decision more than anything I have in my whole life. And I, and I got to tell you, God was, was so faithful. And, um, I think we all know that, you know, he can sometimes not answer our questions or our prayers as maybe as quickly as we want him to, or the way we want him to, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, he, he, he really just, uh, and I could go on and on about how, you know, what he did to kind of show us our path forward, but you know, really quickly, he, he really showed us that, you know, he was, he was okay with us, um, getting married early and, uh, and man, and he, he did it in such a, such a neat way. And, and, uh, really, really glad, uh, really glad that he did. So. Yeah. Well, what I love about that is one, you use the time that you have, uh, now by being at home and kind of being on lockdown as a, as a benefit to the relationship. And you said, Mm -hmm. Hey, here are the positives of this. Um, you know, being able to maybe be with each other a little bit more, uh, be a little bit more intentional right before getting married. Um, and, and even having to be creative with, okay, how are we going to bring our family and things together to make this still, um, an awesome celebration, even though despite the circumstance, it's going to look a lot different. And then you even saying, Hey, like, I say that I, I, I'm going to pray for, about this or that I want to put God first, but are my actions showing that? And, and you kind of uh, were, were planning on getting married a little bit sooner. Uh, and then you were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Are we really like putting God first in this decision? Are we really praying about it? And I love that you actually like took a moment to like stop and kind of like take a deep breath and say, okay, am I doing this for the right reasons mm-hmm. at the right time? And I think that's really, really powerful. And, and I would even love to know, like how has like God stretched you um, in the last couple months with just like patience or like trying to, you know, really leave things to his timing um, you know, when it comes to specifically this relationship in your marriage? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, you know, I think uh, as far as patience and, and just releasing control to, to God, um, I think one thing that uh, a lot of people are probably struggling with in this and uh, myself included, uh, you know, I, I think that with all this downtime that we have, I feel that there's probably a lot of people who are, you know, falling into uh, old you know, temptations or old habits that they that they were either trying to kick or had already successfully kicked for, for a long period of time. Um, you know, I don't know if that's pornography or alcohol or, or, you know, whatever addictions that people have. And, um, you know, I think that this is, that's probably, I'd say that's probably one of the top three challenges that people are facing, especially those, 
um, who are living alone or living without, you know, somebody who um, can really hold them accountable to those things. And so, um, you know, for me, uh, fortunately, um, you know, those habits that, that I uh, started to try to kick a couple of years ago, I've, I feel like I have a good enough, uh, uh, you know, uh, control over those uh, at this point that I didn't struggle a lot with those. But, um, you know, I really feel for people who uh, genuinely want to to kick those addictions or those habits and, and you know, are just kind of stuck in a house left to their own devices uh, without, you know, anybody there really to keep them accountable. And so um, I think God has definitely kind of given me the opportunity to um, just reaffirm that I have surrendered those things to him and that. Uh, you know, I, I'll be honest, you know, the thought of um, like pornography is, is a is a huge part of my story. And it's been by the grace of God, it's been over two years since I've since I've, uh, you know, used it at all. But um, I'd be totally lying if like the thought didn't creep up on me uh, over these past couple of months. And, you know, it was just so easy to to just say, no, like <laughs> there's no way I'm going to do that. And I think a cup that's for a couple of reasons. I think it's because. Um, I know for a fact how, um, just awful it is for me. And then the other thing is like, once you've, once you've gone so long without doing something like that, um, you know, you're kind of like, man, like I can't imagine the overwhelming guilt or, you know, shame, whatever it is that I would feel, um, after, you know, destroying that two year streak I have, or that one year streak, or even that, that two week streak, like you've, you know, who wants to go back and, you know, start, start the, uh, start the clock over on something like that. Um, Mm. so as far as, as far as patience, I think, uh, that's, that's one area where, um, God has really given me a lot of patience, uh, kind of with myself, I guess, is he's really, um, helped me just kick those. And and this is kind of just, um, this is really, confirm to myself that I have kicked those, that addiction, you know? Yeah. It it sounds like it's put you in an environment where you're really being challenged and tested on those habits that you have, whether good or bad, because we know this, this about habits is habits grow when, when, um, or habits shine when you're isolated, whether those are good, bad, uh, good habits or bad habits, whatever they were, when you're isolated, they kind of, there's kind of a light, uh, you know, that, that shines on those habits because, um, it is just you and you don't have other people, uh, you know, around necessarily to immediately lean on or to kind of help you pull you out of that or whatnot. So, um, and it even sounds like with like your story is that you really, um, have wanted to like kick those habits or overcome those habits. Um, going into this, uh, relationship with Livia, because you don't want to bring any of that into that with her, mm-hmm. which I think is, is so important that you're like, Hey, I want, you know, I want to make sure that these things that I'm, I'm bringing into marriage are healthy and that I'm healthy. And I want to make sure it's the right time. And I want to make sure that I'm being wise about this. And I know, you know, when, when it even comes to, you know, uh, porn and, and that being a habit that myself and 
uh, or I even say habit, that being a, a, a struggle that myself and so many people have had um, and are still even walking through, I know um, young, young men can relate to this, is like the, the, the harder we try and the more we try to control that habit, uh, it feels like the, the harder it is to really put it bay. Um, and, the, and, and when we really are like, hey, this is not mine to, to battle to win alone, like I'm going to give this up uh, to God and I'm going to let go. Uh, and it seems like then God's able to work in us and give us a power and a strength to really fight those bad habits. And, you know, we, we, I think a lot of times think that we have to, you know, go a hundred days and fighting, um, uh, a habit or anything like that, but really we just need to take it one day at a time. And I don't mean to get off track and talk about habits, but I think there's just a lot of good stuff there that you even, uh, had mentioned when it comes to trying to control these things that that you want to hold on to, and so what things for you do help you release that control? Is there specific um, things that you do throughout the day that you realize when you're trying to grab control of things in your life again that helps you kind of release that? You know, uh, when I first started following Jesus, you know, and, and like and and started to to try to um, get out of the of the addiction of pornography or whatever it is, or whatever uh, else that somebody else may be dealing with. You know, I think that one thing I heard that was most helpful, and it's so obvious, is is like any time a thought comes into your head, like you know, like you want to that you want to watch something or drink something or do something that you know you shouldn't, uh, that would just uh, contribute to that addiction is just seriously pray. And I think it's, um, I think it's so good to like, we, we, we all, we always talk about surrendering things to God. And, and I think a lot of people just kind of think that like, I'm okay, I'm going to surrender this to God. And I think, um, when you actually audibly say like to God, you know, God, I'm giving this to you. Like, I, I can't do this alone. I've tried doing it alone. And I've, I've said, this is the last time a million times. And, uh, I think when you just audibly tell God, and you know what, it's not, it's probably not going to be a one-time thing. Uh, in my experience, like it may be a daily thing. It may be an hourly thing, like, but just literally audibly say like, God, I'm giving this to you. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm giving it to you. I can't do this without you. And, and to me, that's the absolute best way to do it. Um, and I think that, uh, I mean, for me, it was like the second I would pray that prayer, it was like, oh man, like that's that, that weight was lifted and I didn't feel the urge anymore. Now, yeah, it may come back 30 minutes later or, you know, 10 minutes later, but every single time it does just pray that prayer. And, and, uh, you know, over time, like it, it's gonna, it's gonna, God's gonna take that off your heart. He's gonna help you kick that addiction or whatever it is. Um, but as far as right now, man, I don't know, uh, I, I really have been uh, one thing that I've done that has really helped me uh, release control is is uh, I think for a lot of us you know we've had some of the best time in the word that we've had in a long time um, and so starting off the day uh, you know just in prayer and and and, and uh, on a Bible study or whatever it is that's a great way to just kind of focus your mind on 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 Him from the beginning of the day. And then, uh, the rest of the day, man, I just kind of, I just kind of make a list the night before, um, before each day and just kind of, uh, do, do the, do the things that I, I want to do. I guess I don't want to say I'm just trying to distract myself from any addictions, but I feel like, uh, I feel like just keeping myself busy with, with things kind of just kind of helps me, 
uh, with healthy things helps me not think about, you know, no, I think that's really helpful. I think, I think that's, that's a great practical thing that people can do. Um, because I think when we, when we, when we start to, to not plan out our days intentionally or to not like pray over our days intentionally, then we just kind of haphazardly walk into our days and then whatever temptation or whatever desire comes up, we kind of just naturally fall to that. And what you're saying is, no, like go into the day um, with intention and purpose and clarity so that you can focus on the things that truly matter to you. And we're not saying that you have to write, you know, a list of 20 things to accomplish that day or that you have to block, you know, each second of the day out perfectly while you're at home. No, I mean, use the time at home to rest and and connect with people and, and all of that, but also know that you have intention in, in each day and you can have intention by planning that out. And like for me, I know what really helps me is even in the morning um, before I start my day, I, I will kind of spend 10, 15 minutes just in silence. And really what I try to do is just kind of remind myself that I'm not in control. And if there's anything that I feel like I've been grabbing back onto, uh, like things that I want to control or hold onto that I ultimately have let go to God, but I'm not now trying to grab back onto them. I like will take a deep breath. I'll think about that thing and I'll literally release my hands. And there's something about like having your hands clenched up in a fist and then releasing it. That's like, kind of reminds and illustrates that like, okay, I can give this up. So I think that's really helpful, Ryan. And that's really good stuff. Um, I would love to even kind of talk directly to some of those young adults out there who are navigating a relationship in this season. Maybe they're not engaged and, and, you know, maybe they didn't just get married. Maybe they did. Um, but what would you say to people who are navigating a relationship right now, or even people who are like waiting and longing for a relationship? And now they're like, oh my gosh, now that I'm in quarantine, uh, this makes it even tougher to meet people or to find my, find my future spouse. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, uh, you know, I don't claim to be a, uh, an expert on, uh, on relationships or anything, or especially marriage since I'm only three days in, but I do. Well, you're closer than me, right? uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think that, um, one thing that's been really cool, um, that Livia and I did before we ever even met each other is um, if you're somebody who is not even in a relationship and that's something that you want, um, you know, it's just so cool for me to go to look back and just remember all the times that um, like I prayed for Livia before I even knew, you know, who she was. Um, I think just in your, in your prayer time, like spend time. One thing I really wish I would have done was actually journal my prayers and journaling has been something I've wanted to start doing for such a long time and I need to just do it. And I just haven't, but, um, you know, pray for your future spouse. And, uh, and that's something that Livia actually did. It's been so cool. She's actually been able to show me prayers that she journaled from years ago where she was praying for me before, before she even knew me. I mean, and that it just, it gives you goosebumps and it just, it blew my mind. And I'm telling you, like, if you can, if you can honestly say to, you know, to your, your spouse one day that I was praying for you, like, it's one thing for me to say, yeah, like I was praying for you before I knew you, but she like had evidence, you know what I mean? She's got proof. (laughs) Yeah. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And that's such a powerful thing uh, for me. And, uh, 
So I would say, you know, that's kind of an extreme thing to do, but uh, that's just something neat that that we've learned about each other uh, over the past few months. Um, but you know, I would just say that uh, just like addictions and those things we were talking about, I would say that people who are in a relationship, this is probably a time where it's going to be really easy when you're spending time together to like do some things you probably shouldn't. <laughs> and so right. I would say, uh, I would say, you know, if you're going to spend time together, uh, a lot of time, which, you know, Olivia and I certainly did before we were married. And, uh, and I'll be honest, it, it was really hard at times to not, uh, to, you know, to stay pure and not to, um, you know, uh, let our, I don't know what the Bible would say, passion overcome us, I guess. Um, we were able to do it, thank goodness. But, uh, you know, it gets challenging at times. And I think that, uh, you know, uh, again, praying about it is something that really helps. And, and we had to do that mul- uh, many times, you know, pray like God, you know, we are uh, just, you know, help us to, to not, you know, do these things that we know are wrong and are going to have a negative impact on our marriage before we're even married. And, and man, I just got to say, like, as somebody again, who's just recently married, um, you know, we hear all the time that, you know, uh, waiting to waiting to fulfill those lustful desires or whatever it is, like waiting until marriage is so worth it. It's so worth it. It's so worth it. We hear that all the time, but I just got to say, cause I know a lot of people listening to this know you and know me, Yeah, man, it is so stinking worth wow. it. I mean, it is so worth it to go into, uh, your marriage and like the, you know, on your wedding, I'm not going to go into a ton of detail here, but uh, yeah, hold up, hold up cowboy. <laughs> just going into your, into your like wedding night, uh, whether it's a traditional marriage or, you know, like a, a six people in the room and a bunch of people zooming in like ours was, but, uh, but it is, I mean, it is so worth it. Like every pastor or person you've ever heard say that it's worth it, man. Like it is so worth it. Um, and it's powerful, man. Whenever, you know, you can enter into that thing, knowing that it's pure and it's holy and that, uh, you know, there's just no, there's just no regrets and no, uh, you know, baggage in that area going into it. Like it is, it is something else, man, for people who are in relationships, like man, purity is worth it. And, uh, it's going to pay, I mean, it's going to pay immediate dividends as soon as you enter into your marriage. So, yeah, I think that's really encouraging. And, and I, you were talking and I literally got goosebumps over me, uh, because I can feel you, uh, through the, 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 the call and that just how like real this is to you and how much, um, and how important it is to like really lay the the right foundation uh, before going into a relationship, and and I've heard all of those things too, but I haven't personally experienced it. And you, you're saying three days into marriage, you're saying doing the hard things and laying that foundation and truly going back to God and letting Him have the ball has made a huge difference going into this relationship and it's real. Like you've tested it, like it works. And, and the truth is like very, very personal to you. And I think that's just the theme that I see when you keep sharing is that you kept going back and Olivia kept going back to uh, trusting God, 
trusting God before you guys even met and showing that through her journaling and, and you doing that through prayer and then even trusting God and giving things back up to God when you guys were spending time together before getting married, knowing that I can't do this on my own. And if I truly put God first in this relationship, um, everything else will kind of pan out the way that it's supposed to, and we'll have that solid trust and friendship and foundation going into marriage. So that's really, really encouraging. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, no problem. Uh, no problem. I, I think that, you know, uh, throughout our relationship and before I even met Livia, I always, you know, I was devoted to, to the whole, to whole, to the whole purity thing, but you know, I was, I was, uh, skeptical at how powerful of a thing it would really be, I guess. And man, it is. So no problem. That's awesome. Well, I mean, speaking of just your faith, I would love to hear how, how that's really changed the way that you kind of navigate control or, you know, how has that changed the way you view patients? Um, how has the, uh, kind of the pandemic, uh, changed how I handle control or the, or my marriage? Oh, no, just, no, just your, your, uh, how is like your faith walk? Um, how has that changed the way that you, yeah, have handled control in, um, just your, yeah, your relationship or in, you know, uh, the timing of everything with, with, uh, the pandemic going on? I know I keep bringing up prayer. Um, but you know, with just all the time that, uh, we've had lately to ourselves, um, this is, this has really been, um, I kind of alluded at the beginning of the podcast that, uh, you know, I've, I, I can very easily fall into that, uh, becoming that person who says they're going to pray about something or for someone. And, and then like, I never do like not intentionally, but I just kind of, it just kind of slips my mind. And, uh, this has been a time where, um, I've really been able to, uh, you know, like intentionally pray about things. And, um, you know, Livia and I, before we, uh, you know, about a week or so before we got married, we were both kind of, uh, going through some things where, you know, we, we wanted to control the outcome of it. And, um, I won't go into detail what that was, but, um, I just remember we both sat there and, and I just think I told her, I said, you know, I think we just, like I said earlier, I think we just need to like literally tell God, like, God, I'm giving you control of this. And, um, so definitely prayer, uh, and, and again, that helped us walk through that and it helped us stay faithful through that. And, um, so prayer, I think it always is number one. I think the, the power of prayer, I think a lot of people can kind of underestimate the power of prayer. And, um, I think good intentional, consistent prayer about just releasing control to God is, 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 uh, the most powerful thing. Um, and then the other thing, uh, for me, uh, that really helped on my faith walk um, as far as releasing control to God and things like that, I think is having that accountability there. I know me and you, man, uh, it's <laughs> it's been a while, obviously, with everything going on, but uh, me and you have had some, I mean, we've laughed together, cried together, uh, I, anything, anything you can think of. And I think we've done it I all. Mean, <laughs> yeah. You have been somebody in my life that I've been able to bring things to and, uh, you know, I just knew that you were going to be someone who could give me, uh, you know, faithful advice and you weren't going to be someone who was going to judge me or, uh, you know, like abandon our friendship because of something I'd done. And, uh, I mean, I know you can think back too. I think that that accountability for me was huge. 
And so accountability and prayer, I think, are the two biggest things that have helped me as far as releasing control. Yeah, well, I, I appreciate that. And man, I can say the same about about your friendship, just having someone that, you know, you can be honest and open with and say, hey, dude, this is where I'm at. And um, I need help or I need you to pray for me or I, I need to, to ask you about a couple of things because I'm confused and that's okay. And so I think reaching out to other people and having those, those people in your life are, are really important. And maybe that's something right now you're listening and you're like, I don't really have that. Um, well, I would just say you can start small and you can start uh, by just reaching out to, to, to one person or, or joining that, that small group that you've been thinking about for the last couple of weeks. And there's never going to be, you know, a good time to like, or it's never going to feel, oh, I'm a hundred percent ready to open up and to be honest with this person. But those small steps really can lead to a, a, a great relationship with people who can be honest and really speak into your life. And so I just want to encourage anyone right now that now more than ever is a time to really forge those friendships. Uh, and I guess last question that I really want to, uh, ask you so you can leave people with to take away today is what practical advice would you give yourself if you kind of stepped out of your shoes right now and you were, you were talking to yourself, you were mentoring yourself, what practical advice would you give yourself, uh, when it just comes to, uh, letting go of control and, um, really being patient with God's plan? You know, I would say the the biggest advice I would give myself six months ago is just uh, stop stop thinking about giving it to God and and like actually do it. Um, I think it wasn't until we had all this downtime that I actually finally started to give things to God on a regular basis, consist consistently. And you know, it takes what in the grand scheme of things, it takes. I mean. 30 seconds to five minutes, depending on what kind of prayer you are, I guess it takes very little time in the grand scheme of things to, to start your day or in the middle of your day or at the end of your day to just say, God, I'm giving these things to you and, um, I can't do this alone. And, and I want you to, you know, I, I'm, I'm just asking you to, to, uh, you know, help me get through this, whatever it is. And, uh, cause, cause in the end, uh, you know, I think the biggest thing that we've learned through this uh, is that we have literally no control of anything. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I think that, I think that's what I would tell myself, man, take the time to give things to God on a daily basis. You know, you don't need to wait till there's a pandemic to, to, uh, to start doing that, but just do it now because it takes very little time in the end. That's great. No, that's awesome. And and if it took a pandemic for you to start doing this, that's not a bad thing either. Um, but yeah, I, I totally uh, relate to that and, and just continuing to let those things go because I, you know, for me, someone like me on the other end of the spectrum, it's like, man, I've, I've, let those things go to God and really trusted him. And then I'll just try to keep grabbing them back. And so, you know, I think really our faith is our actions. You know, we can say all day that, that we're going to pray to God or that we're going to trust God or that we're going to let go of these things that we're controlling, but to actually do it is living out your faith. And so I think that 
is such helpful advice for people. And I just want to thank you for taking the time out of, I know your crazy busy schedule. I mean, you've got a wife to attend to now um, and a house to take care of. So thank you for just sharing your, your wisdom. (laughs) Yeah, no problem, man. I really appreciate you having me on. This was a lot of fun. Know that we appreciate you. And then I just appreciate your friendship. And um, I know this is going to help so many people today. So thanks for coming on. And um, we just want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in to another uh, episode of What is the Point? If you have any questions for uh, Ryan uh, about marriage, relationship, taking care of uh, a house, home ownership, all of that stuff, email in at what is the point at northpointchurch.tv. Well, thanks for listening and we'll see you guys next week. 